0: Right. I'm so sweaty. Find a quiet moment, put some headphones on. Is it just me that thinks this is like the best news in
1: ages?
2: I don't know what happened,
0: but I fell in love. <laughs> Let's go. The creators and hosts of Sky's Entertainment Backstage podcast. Are you awake, Stevie? He's like, call me Ben. I don't
3: think you could accuse it of being glamorous. <laughs> and I said,
0: I'm not going to
2: call you Ben Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: <laughs> I'm joined by the woman of the hour, Jodie oh, Comer. Thank you very much. How much fun are you having teasing us all at the moment? You've got a laugh. Let's go! Hello and welcome to Backstage, Sky News' entertainment podcast. We are very, very hot certainly the English contingent not uh, necessarily in the looks department more in the uh, temperature <laughs> department uh, well, I uh, to we, Bethany? Beth- Bethany's headscarf, yeah, though it's yeah, pretty yeah it's pretty darn hot it's so hot I've
1: pulled out the headwear <laughs> and I can't decide if it's to keep me cool or it just shows I've gone completely mad but it's, it's working for me <laughs> well, right I love now
0: it. <laughs> it's very like you're sort of some sort of uh, Gucci yeah. designer housewife yes. you could be like strutting by some pool and yeah yes, whereas yes. I I've just come with like a beetroot colored face <laughs> that matches
1: my red dress. That's how hot I am. Oh, it is crazy hot right now. So we're struggling through the heat, aren't we? Yeah. But oh, we're still gonna bring you ENTS despite the blistering temperatures.
0: Oh, Stevie Wong, is it hot where you are?
2: Sure, but I have air conditioning, so. Sure. Ha-ha.
1: <laughs> uh, we were trying to explain we don't do that in England, do we? We're not ready for it. I know,
2: I was so confused. I'm like, what about air conditioning people? And they're like, we don't have air conditioning.
1: no. no. <laughs> We sometimes have like little handheld fans that you can hold on the tube um yeah, yeah. No, our buildings aren't built for it we don't buy acs um and we're all hot sweaty and very cross
2: before we begin i do want to say that uh, on our on our now infamous whatsapp group there's been chat about you know that that cardi b and megan the stallion <gasps> um video yes. and like and how um Lyrically, it was kind of like, what? You know? And I'm just like, I'm like, Katie, just know that anything that they say has to do with, you know stuff down there <laughs> I, you did. Know? So,
0: I mean like... it's so rude we can't even get no. into oh, no, it but there was a, a time when we all felt uncomfortable about the questions I was having to ask you about macaroni and stuff It was shocking, it was just
1: shocking that our level of, I don't know what it says about us Katie but me and you were just yeah. bemused, shocked and appalled and then, and then Stevie explained it and then I think we had to have a moment of quiet and a bit of a lie down <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It
1: was an education Stevie Wong That's
0: that's for our late night growth. I know, that's the after hours,
2: after hours show But let's go right into what we have for this week
0: Coming up on this week's podcast We've been checking out Jason Sudeikis' new football comedy on Apple TV This
3: is a bit of news from the other side of the Atlantic AFC Richmond announced the hiring of their new
2: manager American football coach Ted Lasso You're an American who's now in charge of a
3: football club Despite possessing very little knowledge of the game
2: And if you haven't heard about Lovecraft Country yet, oh you will soon. Scared for myself. Just
3: because they don't want you here, doesn't mean you're not supposed to be. Gotta get away.
1: This is an invitation to unmitigated power. And we'll be telling you a story all about how the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is set to be rebooted as a hard-hitting drama.
0: See, for some reason you think this is a game. This is not a game, Will look at you look at you Ooh, drama that's for later though <laughs> very exciting should we talk about uh bear grills hurting himself or not first <laughs> it's all gone downhill really hasn't it ever since we did that interactive netflix game where we got to Hurt Bear grills. I miss those
1: days <laughs> Yeah, we like had to throw him into ravines, didn't we And get him to, you know, fall off cliffs Jump yeah. out of things
0: So he's got a new show coming out But it's, um, it's yeah, it's not interactive This is the world's toughest race Eco Challenge Fiji On Amazon Prime Video From August the 14th onwards HQ, HQ, Mayday, Mayday Mayday, Mayday
2: This is not a normal adventure race Mayday,
0: Mayday.
1: Our biggest fear is not the
0: other teams. It's the course. I need help.
2: So I've never seen the original or never even (laughs) knew that there was i had
1: not either yeah and so when they make out like it's a thing yeah
2: yeah yeah. i mean because when you when they when they talk to the contestants they're like oh when i did this and we've done when i
1: used to watch this on the tv
2: and i was just like um never never heard of this um i mean
1: i mean let's let's for those i'm guessing a lot of people like us will not have heard of this but let's put it in numbers this is kind of like a The toughest race ever, and in numbers, this does sound quite impressive. It's 66 Mm. teams from 30 Mm. different countries covering 671 kilometres across Fiji over 11 days, 31 checkpoints, five legs (laughs) of the race, which means, excitingly, Katie, you can get medallions, five of Mm. them, and this is all set against the (laughs) clock. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not bothered, but tell you who is Bear Grylls. He wouldn't stop banging on about it from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. and I think it's maybe quite a Marmite show, and I think that's down to Bear Grylls. Um, I think he's got a lot of fans over here in the UK. I mean, Stevie,
0: have you heard of Bear Grylls?
2: I, I mean, we know Bear because they do these specials where Bear brings these like celebrities out, yeah, and then did they...
0: Bear do one with Obama once. Yeah, he
2: did. Yeah. He
0: oh, oh my bro? goodness! Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so. Yeah. So that, he's that guy, um, but I don't think he's as popular in terms of a host uh, um, as he is probably in the UK and, and maybe outside of the UK too.
0: As a format, though, this is from um, over in America, Mark Burnett, who is huge, yeah. isn't he? Expl- explain- I mean,
2: Survivor. I mean, you know. Su- oh, yeah, survivor Shark
0: Tank, which...
1: Yeah, Dragons Den over here, right?
2: Exactly, and so so he's he's a massive format kind of like reality show um, god, if you will, you know. And so mm-hmm. his his stamp always means something kind of exciting for people. Big, uh, big. I mean, this show's big. I, the fact that there's sixty six teams, yeah. you know, going on this like crazy. I mean, just the first first episode alone, they're on this like. Um, would you call it a kayak what is that no, like, what, a is like a canoe yeah four-person canoe yeah. and then they like yeah. they like row out of this this river into the uh, ocean and then yeah.
1: all together isn't it all together like and yeah. then
2: and then they like there's no gps or like compass and they're just going out into the <laughs> ocean to try to find this island in the middle of nowhere With maps
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and it's all it's all kicked off by people blowing conches. So it's all a bit kind of Lord of the Rings, people wow. tooting away oh, on their the massive conch. conch. Yeah. yeah, and then some of the canoeists get so excited that they kind of overturn their canoes, yes. including the New Zealand team,
0: who are the favourites to win. Yeah. definitely throughout the beginning, aren't they? They're really strong. I'm wondering if this is going to be one of those shows where it's very cleverly edited because that New Zealand team—they're they're the ones that are the yeah. front runners that are going to beat everyone else. And they're making you hate them from the very first episode because they're going, it's all about stamina. You don't want to peak too soon. And they're like racing ahead of people and (laughs) peaking too soon. So I'm hoping there's going to be a good editing twist further along the line.
1: And there's millions of US teams, isn't there? I, yeah, I, I kind of lost count,
0: but every other
1: team seemed to be a different team from the US, including, oh my goodness, I've got to give a shout out to this guy, it appeared in like, I think it was the first episode, a guy called Corey in one of the teams. And he said, he's got a different pair of Speedos for every day of the challenge. Oh yeah, the the speedo challenge. Man. yeah. And oh, then man. he was just like, I'm just going to make it happen. I was like, oh, great. At least
0: that's something to look (laughs) forward to. But as well, he did a little speech about his Speedos going, hey, I think what everyone wants, what'll cheer them up throughout this course is if I have a different (laughs) pair of Speedos for every single day. What sort of a brain thinks, right, I'm going to bring the entertainment? And it's in the form of Speedos. <laughs> it's in my yeah. Speedos. Well, I'll tell you what, after
1: watching Bear Grylls hanging nonchalantly onto the edge of a helicopter while telling you, hey, I'm Bear Grylls, and then really irritatingly kind of doing a backflip
0: into the water, <laughs> I, I was really happy to, to see Speedo Man.
1: Yeah. yeah but also happen. there's
0: various moments where he goes on about, this is hanging out the side of the helicopter, where he's going straight into the camera going, this is so hard for the contestants, <laughs> is the physical and mental... Endurance and they're gonna suffer. They're gonna suffer! The chopper wings are rotating and churning up the sea and the people underneath him. Blatantly doesn't give a toss. It's just like, uh, do I look good in my close-up? There are lots of
1: close-ups and he kind of like pops in and out throughout. And obviously he's doing the voiceover as well. So I think as a viewer, it's a very much got Bear grills running through. You couldn't help but wonder how much he was actually there. Yeah,
2: that's true. On
1: yes. site, there was a bit where he popped up in one of the episodes just to talk to people and say, "Hey, how's it all going?" And I've got the sneaking suspicion they didn't have a Dickens who he was. They kind of look like, "Oh, who's this fella?" All oh, right, Bear Grills. Yeah. And do you remember in the UK he did a Celebrity Island? I think a bit like yes. what it sounds like you did Stevie Wong in America, and it's like. Dom Jolly described him as barely there grills. He was like, we literally <laughs> did not see this guy. Yet. He came in on a chopper. He did his two minutes and he was off. So well, kind of, I must admit that was in my head. It's throughout. a
2: weird thing because I was watching it. And I'm just like, what's wrong with this program? Like I was just really disengaged and, 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 I think a lot of it is also he's not a very good game show host. And, and, right. and you know, he's just kind of like,
0: whoa. He's got you. that re- repressed, posh white boy. I guess. Yeah. And it's just yeah. such
2: a strange show because I was just like, I I couldn't get into this. And, you know, I, I, I used to watch Survivor and I used to watch all these other mm-hmm. things. And I'm like, uh, a lot of it is casting you know like you, these yeah. are actual people who are sportsmen and they are out to do what they think is going to be this like amazing challenge that doesn't necessarily mean they're good TV
0: do we think there's too many contestants as well because yeah, like lot. 60, 60 groups 60. of them maybe 60. it's taking just too long to yeah. know yeah. characters yeah. really, I couldn't the remember the names and I couldn't remember the
1: teams I'm just kind of glancing no. at the, the flags to know who they were but there are a couple of characters like like you said Stevie most of them are like competitive yeah. endurance athletes. But there's a couple, like, and they're the ones that really get your attention, and that's where, like, reality TV works its magic, isn't right. it? The, the, the Macy family and the dad of the Macy family has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's mm-hmm. sort of yeah, in the last that was a year. Good, good really team. touching, yeah. and, and you know, his son's racing with him, and that was lovely. And then Gretchen, Gretchen, the the veteran who's um, she was deafened, I think it was Afghanistan, yep. and so she's yeah, doing this whole thing, and she's she running can't hear through the jungle just, where you can't hear, yeah, yeah, so those kind of things totally grasped me,
0: but then Bear girls would come back and I'd be irritated all over again. Shall I make a controversial point, which yeah. is based on my prejudice against people that uh, are heavily into sports? <laughs> um, do we think it. that perhaps people that have concentrated on like PE, their lives, don't have much of a personality, so it is hard to build mm. an interesting narrative <laughs> about people who just spend all their time running? Maybe, yeah, they don't have the bants. But there
1: are a couple of them that, that don't seem that into sport. Um, I can't remember which team it was, but that poor guy that for the whole first two shows is kind of being carried by his team because he seems to get like god, a why majorly they stressed. They're off,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, oh, like how awful, I'm really sad for him, but oh my god, you're in a team of four. They can't literally carry you up a Wait, mountain. Well, isn't that
2: whole group all military people? Like that's the, Wasn't that the whole selling point? <laughs> that they were like military yeah. and he was like the person that was like, you know, going to be the Anchor and he was gonna motivator, but, but, but literally he yeah. was like the anchor, you know, like just yeah. kind of like he threw up. but once he got to the
1: island and was just <laughs> yeah. like
2: lying on the ground <laughs> and completely
1: useless. You and know, I'm just like, about what? Ten minutes in as well. That's yeah. the
0: thing. It kind of, he didn't really <laughs> wait. Like, <laughs> but that's the, that's what is quite good. It's so ruthless that you can't just have one. If one of your team members stops, yeah. then everyone has to stop. Right. So you can see them all trying to be like. Oh, are you feeling all right come on yeah. you'll be okay on, but actually it's just everyone. because they're like full of rage <laughs> that this person is going to ruin their chances
1: oh my god so team stage. we can apply next year no, although no. actually after what we've said maybe Bear Grylls won't allow it
0: yeah <laughs> I, I won't allow it more like yeah, exactly. when uh, Bear does his speech about you might get blisters you're going to bleed but that's life like, I'm out then. Yeah, You're yeah like, I'll, ta- I'll accept my flight to Fiji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go and sit by the buffet. Oh, we could maybe we could be the one. What's it called? The assistant
1: team member that doesn't actually do the race, but they put up the tent, they make a nice meal, they
0: make a cup of tea. We could do that bit. Yeah. Are you proposing that we get jobs as runners? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm going back. <laughs> not going not back to my roots. <laughs> 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 yeah. Why not? It's Fun. Yeah. Um, I, it does sound quite interesting though, because Bear's been doing a lot of publicity for this recently, and has spoken about the fact that at one stage during the race, everything had to be suspended for about eight hours because somebody gets airlifted away (laughs) because they're about to be really ill. Oh, God.
1: We're we're joking, but it it does look tough in its defence. I do agree (laughs) with the title, tough. I mean, there's a bit where they're kind of getting, like, swept away in a ravine, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I don't think I could do that. Um, It is tough. (laughs) It is tough. And there's a horrible bit where you see someone having a nasty cut, so I don't know where that happens. It's kind of in the trailer, but...
0: Definitely, mm. there's injuries. You need to retie happen. your bandana, Bethany, as oh. some sort of Rambo outfit. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Then we yeah. can get you going uphill. Mm. Yeah. Like less glamorous paintball. footballer's wife and more <laughs> Rambo.
2: Uh, speaking of sports, <laughs> um, yeah. Really? yeah, and yeah. wags and wags, <laughs> and it's true. Um, Apple TV has a brand new, would you call it a football, American soccer kind of show Mm. called Ted Lasso. Comedy, loosely. Loosely, yeah. Ted Lasso. Did you see that?
3: He must be from England, yeah. Wales, is that another country? Yes and no.
0: How many countries are in this country? Four. Four. Like it or not, Richmond are changing the way we do things. And from now on, that way is the Lasso way. So, this is available on Apple TV um, from Friday, the 14th of August onwards. And I really like this. What about you guys? Do you
1: know what? I totally agree. I expected to hate it because I saw the word football and was just like, meh. Yeah, not really yeah. interested. And then, and then like, even the title, I couldn't remember it because Ted Lasso, like, Lasso isn't really a name mm. here in the UK. Is, is it unusual in America? I was just like, yeah, what, whatever. And then I put it on, and it had me. It was really, really fun, really gentle,
0: really good. Part of what put me off is we've just had that football comedy which was out on BBC Two, which is by the guys that wrote The In Us, mm-hmm. which was kind of awful, but it's kind of... Exactly the same premise, really. Yeah, um, well, slightly different. In that one, it was an American soccer hero that comes over right. and plays for a British team. This time, it's an American football, football coach. coach.
2: Literally, he's a he's American football coach, so he has no idea how to play soccer. <laughs> and so, yeah. part of the part of the comedy is that he's learning as he as he like kind of goes along. Jason Sudeikis, to me, has always been. Like, maybe it's just his face or whatever. He just seems like such a lovely, nice guy. And they've kind yeah. of really played up on that. You know, Ted is is from, like, good old, you know, apple pie country. And, and, yeah. and he kind of brings... He's a
1: little bit of te- Ned Flanders, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, The Simpsons, but in a lovely way. In a lovely
2: way. And so he kind of comes in to to train this team. They're on the edge or on the brink of kind of being... Relegations yeah. are about yeah. to Yeah, Rich- Rich- Richmond to
1: different- FC. Let's yeah. give a shout out yeah. to Richmond FC. It would kind of be... So- Sky News localish club and yeah. he stepped outside of Brentford so you know we kind of our hearts are in this place so you know that was exciting
2: He comes in and no one wants him there uh, except there's a reason why he's been hired in the first yes. place I'm not going to like spoil it but there's yes, a, there's it's not as
1: simple as it may seem is it it's, it's some a lot of people think he'll fail and some people him to fail. Mm. Lots of nice performances and you know what actually Stevie, you saying about him kind of being that kind of nice guy coming across as a really warm character, it reminded me a little bit of the way Rob Delaney comes over in Catastrophe, Yeah, yeah. that kind yeah. of just just really likeable very American, mm. very warm and yeah it totally works for this character. I think
0: there's something really refreshing about it being, it being a nice character as well, yeah. I think so much of the comedy that we see at the moment is quite dark yeah. and there's a real thing where that's where you get the humour these days from being very sarcastic and mean. And this is just genuinely about a character that you you want nice things to happen for him because he's a nice guy.
1: It's true, isn't it? It's not a dramedy, is it? It's just, just fun, light comedy and situational comedy. It's a
2: situation and it's very light. It is true, it's very light because, you know, when I watched the pilot, I was like, oh dear, this is... This is a bit weak, you know. And then I just was—it was—it was one of those weekends, and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to watch the next episode. Next thing I know, I finished the whole series. Mm. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Very oh,
1: watchable. totally.
2: You get to know these characters, and like, you know, it, and 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 you start to really appreciate, you know, uh, what they do. Especially, I mean, I mean, we were talking about how we love Juno Temple. Yeah
0: she's in everything at the moment she's in everything yeah, she was in that, that naughty in Nin, yes you? yes
2: yeah. that naughty show that she was the star of uh,
1: <laughs> little bird, little bird. she's always a bit naughty isn't she she's a bit naughty in this one she has some quite rude lines and Plays fruity a glamour language model. yeah yeah, yeah glamour model called keely page three girl yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, she's she's really good and and once again proves that her timing her comic timing that just just, yeah. just, just a really talented young actress. So, so I'm super happy that she's got another place to showcase her. And skills. there's
1: a cameo, isn't there, from Anthony Head, Buffy the Vampire mm. fame. Yes. He plays yeah. a womanizing ex football manager that pops in and out.
0: What I didn't realize, Stevie, was this is. This was a character that he'd already used as a promo thing for when the Premier League were the rights to that were sold in America. Oh, am I telling you facts? Yes, you are. Let me educate you about uh, this On NBC, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was to promote the Premier League uh, a few years ago, I think. So he came up with this character, and they were little sort of shorts that they'd show to get people in- encouraged. And he was playing this sort of American football, uh, soccer coach that didn't really have a clue what what soccer was. Right. Um, and so they've taken the character and, and spun it into this whole series. But it's a good pedigree of writing names on board as well, because it's um, Bill Lawrence, isn't it? Who from Scrubs? Who's done so many shows. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah,
1: and Brendan Hunt as well. He's he plays Coach Beard and he's like a really fun character he's kind of like the the co-lead almost really he's um, well, kind
0: of opposite of fun just very dead yeah he and
2: says nothing mute. And, and, and plays chess. Play, plays chess yes loves chess yeah. Uh, yeah. but he's also one of the co-creators
0: it's a little bit of
2: a, a gem of a show because it's just kind of it's sweet you know and and yeah. you know we always talk about how comedy these days tends to skew more serious or kind of edgy you know and 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 this show just shows up and it's like it's it's just to make you feel good and, and that's yeah. rare these days So there's never nice.
1: been a better time for that kind of
2: thing I wonder
0: how many people are watching Apple TV now though I guess a lot of people just have the sort of st- I think a lot of people got uh, upgrades didn't they from their iPhones and mm. things like that or sort of special deals so I think some people do have it but it just seems and a waste gradual. of when, when it's really lovely shows like this you kind yeah. of feel a bit sad if not many people do get to see it yeah it's true but actually um,
1: before she went away on our holidays Claire Gregory caught up with Jason Sudeikis um, and she chatted to him just about that, the niceness of it and, and he described Ted Lasso as very much the best version of himself and he joked that his wife, um, that's the actress and director Olivia Wilde and his two young kids would love him to be more like Ted Lasso um, and he also talked about uh, the culture clash at the heart of the comedy um, and he told her that actually it's half a year early on in his career working in Europe in, a, in an Amsterdam theatre called Boom Chicago, apparently. Mm. Um, it kind of opened his eyes to the, the perceived differences between the, the US and the UK, and this is what he said.
3: The lesson I learned there from is that, you know, in the macro, we're all a lot more similar, <laughs> you know, which is why I think, you know, the success of such specific, especially, you know, in just, say, British shows, you know, as recently as as Fleabag or I May Destroy You, but as as, you know, as genre shifting as like the British office. Those things are hits, you know, over here too because they speak to, you know, the human experience.
1: Um, yeah, so you can see he's a, he's a big fan of, of us, us Brits and our British comedy, which is nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, shows which couldn't be more different, I know, really, exactly. Than, uh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then,
1: obviously, looking back as well to, like, The Office, which obviously went on to be a massive hit, like, the American version of The Office, um, which was obviously a bit Americanised, but came from, from our UK office. Mm. So, so it's kind of a bit inspired by that, obviously, kind of harder comedies he mentioned there. Um, but he also had something to say about the good old British weather. Although, God, it wasn't as hot as it is now, but... Um, <laughs> He said, he said when he was filming it, it, it kind of um, it was refreshing our weather compared to what he had been led to expect.
3: I mean we got really lucky for some reason that that it wasn't as grey and rainy. I mean, <laughs> you know, as, as 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 any, you know any everyone from Dickens to Rowling will make you feel <laughs> like it's you're just gonna get a cloudy, rainy, you know, dreary, you know, foggy, you know, Sherlock Holmes type experience and, and we were we were somehow you know, uh, blessed with a lot of sun.
0: Oh, we had a lucky escape not being here for... Oh, my Shooting God, he's
3: so dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's killing us. But,
0: yeah, definitely, I think... Wow, it's not often all three of us agree,
1: but I think we'd all given that a, a yeah. decent decent yeah. 7 out of 10. Mm.
0: Not, not mm-hmm. hilarious, but genuinely sort of quite nice and gentle and, yeah, yeah amusing. Yeah, I, I, I have, I'm going to watch the rest of it, oh. so, yeah, thumbs up from me.
1: Should we talk about a film... Let's talk about a film.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bethany, tell us about the film. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> It doesn't sound right in an American voice.
1: Yeah, I was really disingenuous when I first started watching this film, Project Power, um, which is on Netflix now.
2: If there was a pill. that money,
1: I'm coming at the rival.
2: They could give you five minutes. It
1: so they get it, I'm embedded with the power. Of pure power.
3: would you take it
1: this is a a big kind of action superhero film all about a pill that you can take which will give you superhero powers so obviously it sounds Ooh. really exciting but you don't know what superhero power you're gonna get until you take it and it only lasts for five minutes okay so that's the premise <laughs> <laughs> and some pretty big names in this you've got jamie fox um who i love joseph gordon levitt who's been away for a while but he's yeah, coming back a while. yeah, yeah. And it was nice to see him back on the screen i'll yeah. give it that um and dominique fishback who was one of those actresses that I recognized and knew I'd seen her in stuff, but you know, when you can't quite put your finger on it. But I think I saw her in um, The Hate You Give. Yes. Several years ago. But um, she was fantastic. So they kind of take on the main roles and it's all set in New Orleans. I'm not the biggest fan of superhero and action
0: films, so I probably was a pretty mm. tough audience. It's your bag, Stevie, this sort of one, isn't it?
2: So that, that's the thing. Uh, you know, I'm watching this uh, again on one of those like weekend nights where I've just I'm bored. You know, Netflix, as we have kind of established, now has one action kind of film a month. And, and this definitely fills that like, you know, August quota. So they've had, a lot of success with the old guard and, you know, they have all these other films that we've talked about, you know, on this show. And so, um, this one is, yeah, it's a very traditional superhero type thing where you, the, the, this drug is out into the into the world, and uh, Jamie Foxx wants to find out where the source of it because of a personal reason. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a cop who's trying to stop this from kind of going out onto the streets. But he may or may not be using those pills himself. What? Mm, um, yeah, he's in between. He's in between. But I would say that that the reason why I, I appreciated this film a little bit more than maybe some of the other ones is um, I'm a big fan of Dominique fishback. I think she's a really solid young actress. And and for me it's like whenever I see like a new performer coming in and just kind of really being able to steal the show from these kind of uh, veteran, like, superstars, uh, that is in itself super impressive, and and She
1: totally held her own, didn't she, against totally two kind own. of Hollywood a yeah. Um Yeah,
2: and, and, you know, she's a young girl who, who basically sells this drug on the streets, and somehow, Jamie and her, and even Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, they all kind of get involved with her, and, um,
1: I don't know. They sort of oh, become it, father figures, don't they, in it, a way, yeah, by the end. Yeah, and yeah. all she
2: really wants to do is rap, you know, so, so there there's, there's like an element. She can
1: rap. She's great. She's That's really like, that good. is one fun scene, isn't there, where she, where someone kind of she gets challenged. I think it's by Jamie Fox to kind of okay, you want to be a rapper? Go on then. Here's here's what the can word. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It's like this little challenge. And she just yeah blows uh, him out the water. I
2: mean, it's it's you know the, she just has a lot of presence, and so for me uh, to be able to discover uh, a potential future star um, is always a good thing, and so so I. I would say if you want to watch Project Power and and kind of discover a fresh talent thing this is the, this is a good uh, kind of platform to kind of introduce yourself to Dominique Fishback yeah the films by the book I would I was say, say
0: full, full disclosure I haven't seen this but going on the last few Netflix action ones that I've seen I haven't really been blown away by any of their big blockbuster yeah, I, attempts yeah I'm just curious
2: because obviously this goes through development I mean you know, these films aren't just oh you know yeah. they're not made in like a month kind of thing and you know boy you
1: know. the money that has gone yeah. into this stevie yeah. i mean that was it, it, the p- production standards are great oh you, know, it, you can these see of money poured in yeah this is a
2: fabulous feature film that like you know in, in back in the day this would be in our cinemas and and, and we yeah. would you know take a look at this
0: <laughs> like a cigar coming I know, out of back, back in my day in we would go to
2: the cinemas remember that um, <laughs> would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'll show you a cinema um but like it's, i don't know i feel like the the, the development person at netflix looks at these scripts and they're like all right what kind of things can we take off major superstar as leads yes you know a plot line that's superhero, superhero inclusion or action related yeah.
0: but is this all the algorithms the tech companies yeah. and yeah. their algorithms they have a certain exactly. thing of they know exactly what it makes a hit but somehow it doesn't quite gel together i think you've hit the nail on the head yeah.
1: katie i think that's kind of it and I mean, there were a few nice bits. There's a few really random bits. There's bits like where a guy that's taken this pill and supposedly then has superhero powers grabs a, a frying pan as his weapon mm-hmm. of choice. And you just
0: think, well that's ridiculous well oh, that's proper eastenders style do you remember eastenders back in the day we're after foul i got hit by a frying pan i'm that's imagining like EastEnders, a, a, so boy, a boy, noise
1: <laughs> as he gets clouded <laughs> around the head there's another random bit isn't there where a woman in a nightclub kind of takes the pill to show you what it's going to do and she's in some weird kind of combustion chamber and her superhero power is that she gets really cold <laughs> You kind of thought, Just, oh, that's. I mean, you mind, I actually, for I, that right now. I, I, I was going to say at the time I thought that's madness, but yeah, you're right. I'm now <laughs> rethinking that whole thing. And another guy, oh. when he, his superhero power was that he exploded. Yeah. I was like, oh god, I, I want I my know. money back well, on that one. That, it's that guy um,
2: is played by uh, this pop star named Machine Gun Kelly, and so I don't know if you know. And so oh. there's a lot of these like kind of. <laughs> Influencer type cameos. There's also yeah, Casey Neistat But
0: that's probably yeah, in too. the algorithm like, as well, isn't it? Because we saw that in that weird Mark yeah. Wahlberg one. You had um what's his face with the face tattoos? Him.
2: Post Malone, right. He was he was in that
0: so tick that off the list of how you get viewers towards the, watching the,
2: it. The algorithm is so strange because you know, um it was leaked out a while ago when Sandra Bullock's film came out, um about the you have to like cover your eyes in order to like bird box, bird box. right. There literally was like at the 30 minute mark this thing happens at the 45 minute mark something else has to happen and so so that was a film by numbers it's literally a film by numbers and so when you watch these films um you could in theory put them on at the same time and if they follow the algorithm they would all have that stuff would happen at the same time at the same time
1: that would be a great test to do. I'd love to see that side by side. That would be really fun.
2: Okay, um, backstage listeners, if you, if you are a... Uh, <laughs> if you
0: can be asked. Yeah, if you yeah. can be asked,
2: uh, uh, yeah, and, and and you're a tech nerd and you can yeah. do, make this happen, I, I highly... Uh, challenge you to like maybe put three of these films on at the same time
1: because yeah. we'd love to but we've not got the technical ability
2: i don't know how to do it yeah, I,
1: we, we can
0: barely With make this show skills.
2: happen so,
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so true, true. yeah so uh but
2: yes it, our, you know our backstage listeners are amazing so um yeah. you know because they, they write me all the time on the uh we, you know the email, so, <laughs> on that yeah. email yeah, address yeah. which
0: you can't remember can't, how to look into i can't get students. in but i know
2: they're amazing <laughs> um so yeah so try it i mean it's it's it's, it's out there, and then you know, see if that you know, at the 45 minute mark, what happens.
1: One thing that was fun about the film, quirky and random, and I don't quite know why they put this bit in, but I liked it. Do you want to guess, um, Katie, as someone who didn't see the film, what Jamie Foxx's
0: superhero power was? Oh, what would you go um, for? lightning bolts out of his fingers or something, yeah, you'd think yeah. so, right? No, he wanted to be
1: like a pistol shrimp, <laughs> which apparently, yeah, that, yeah, apparently, this is a kind of shrimp. That lives at the bottom of the sea and has lethal mm. acoustic power when it snaps oh. its claws. Oh, music then or well, something. I think oh. it was kind of like, it looked to me like kind of, he made a kind of electrical charge that pushed and blasted and knocked everyone around him over. Like a pistol shrimp, which is a very like powerful a pistol animal. pistol shrimp. Yeah.
0: I've never heard this combination of words yeah. before. Why? Like, yeah. How on earth did no, this come up on the algorithm? No. Right at 34 minutes, we need to mention yeah. pistol yeah, shrimp. A random um, a- a aquatic creature needs to be mentioned, preferably with a claw. <laughs> mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I got I got educated a tiny bit by this film. So I'll give it that.
2: Is it just me? I'm. All I hear is that Jamie Foxx song where he's like, "Don't you want to be? Don't you want to be? Don't you want to be? Like that. Like remember that Don't one? Be like
1: a by... pistol shrimp. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the other thing that I'm also going to throw out is that a lot of these films are directed by people who normally don't have the opportunity to make the you know these kind of big budget like Hollywood films. This one is directed co-directed by two guys, Henry Juist and Ariel Schulman, whose biggest kind of claim to fame is Paranormal Activity, which mm. is that you know that horror film. Ooh. And so and it's a super low budget. That was budget. good, but
0: they didn't direct that though. They were they. They producers. directed for that.
2: Oh. They no. They they directed uh, Paran- Paranormal. Like number three or something like that. So it's not even oh, okay. like the original, you know. The like original, they were, they yeah. were, they were brought onto like you know. And these are the guys that also did Catfish, the TV show. Oh, so yeah. their pedigree is not yeah, about know. making these like big film. And so, so for them to get this chance means that. Moving forward, they're probably going to be able to start making budgeted movies that that like you know. So there's the a lot of that. The direction
1: was fine. The direction yeah. was good, actually. Yeah. I think it was a storyline well, I well, had some issues with. But um, when you
2: when you have a guidebook about yeah. you know 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. in, then you know they just be like all right, we need an explosion now. Does anybody uh, have an explosion? You know, uh, That's probably
0: of- why you have to go for sort of. Cheaper, less famous directors, because mm. the bigger the director, you probably would not want to follow the algorithm mm. model, would you? That's you true. probably yeah, actually, they actually want to just base rules. it around a story yeah. or yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and uh, actually, yeah. another high point for me, other than the
1: aquatic life, was the the um, credits, which is quite unusual. They were really mesmerizing and lovely. I don't know if I was just so glad the film was over, but they, I actually genuinely liked them. I was like, oh, this is really cool, quite psychedelic. Yeah, <laughs> I recommend those. Well, there you go.
2: Uh, uh, Watch this film for the credits. Yeah, yeah, and and, and there you go. Enjoy. (laughs) What we collectively did enjoy, hopefully, is a television show that I feel like I've just been...
0: Shouting, a pestering a, a us pestering. about. I'm like, You're like, in love with this. <laughs> Incessantly, <laughs> Incessantly nagging us, yes. saying, "Have you got the links for this yet? Exactly. Have you watched it yet? Exactly. I feel like most of my interactions with you for about a month and a half, Stevie, <laughs> have been involving uh, this show. Yeah.
2: So the show is called Lovecraft Country. What's around by bosses I'm doing this to
3: protect us. You can't win this game, they set up for you to play.
0: Uh, so it's out on HBO in America and Sky in the UK. I think in, in the UK it's from Monday the 17th. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So we have towards, it Sunday like, and then you guys you, get the yeah. next day. Yeah. Of course you have it the day
1: before. <sighs> we don't have long to wait though. That's all right. We can bear that little wait.
0: Yeah. Um, I can see why you were absolutely raving about this one though, Stevie. It is very different. It's really, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing something quite different groundbreaking and and interesting and exciting with this.
2: Let's start off with the pedigree to kind of like give the listeners an idea of like who's behind this. So uh, the executive producers are J.J. Abrams, who we know of Westworld and also Alias and stuff. I mean, like he does those kind of films. And it's then a mashup with a certain Jordan Peele, who we all love uh, from Get Out Out and Twilight Zone and stuff. So already that's an interesting like combination because they come they have they have nerd boy kind of aspirations but yet they come from very different sides of the spectrum, yeah. if you will, very
0: very good in within the horror genre, yeah. very yeah. good within the sort of action sci-fi genre, right. and this kind of has a bit of all of that it's in a bit it. Of yes. everything
1: doesn't it? I think it's almost like you can't put it in a specific genre, really. Um, a lot of it has to do
2: with the showrunner and, and the creator, Misha Green. You know, and she did a series. I don't know if it ever showed in the UK called Underground, and it's about a bunch of slaves during you know that era, and they're trying to get out find their freedom and through the Underground Railroad, but it's done in a way that it's like an action movie, you know? And so so all of the slaves then kind of empower themselves and then they try to free other slaves. So it turns into this whole thing where it's putting a spin on like a genre that you think you know, and then it kind of modernizes it and adds these elements, which she obviously then brings onto a show like this. So Journey Smollett, she's the lead, uh, co-lead of the series Lovecraft Country.
1: I She's fantastic, actually. I, she's I really All the leads her. are fantastic. Yeah, Jonathan yeah, Majors is, yeah. is
2: fantastic. Uh, the last time we saw him was in uh, the Spike Lee film the five Bloods the five you know Bloods. he played the Sun on this series both of them are able to just kind of really shine in the in ways that I don't think we've ever seen them and and it's they've it's made them to me, they're like stars in my eyes. You I know? loved so also
1: the actor that played Uncle George, and um, Courtney B. Vance, yeah, who you know from the People vs. O.J. Simpson. I, mm-hmm. I love
0: yeah. something about him. I just, I loved we him. We should explain the the premise though as well. I mean, the pilot itself, there's a hell of a lot of misdirection really yeah. in it. I think you spend three quarters of the pilot episode thinking this is something sort of, very. Dark and disturbing about what life was like in the 50s if you were black and the racism that people were going through
1: and going to war and coming back from war that's kind of a strong yeah. theme at the very beginning isn't it you sort of have suggestion of PTSD kind of mm-hmm. the suffering and then coming back home
2: so the baseline of this is set during Jim Crow America, where obviously, you know, um, America is still segregated. Blacks are not allowed to go into certain establishments. They have they have zones where it's like white only and then blacks live in this other area. And so yeah, it, it, like the South um, and
1: North divide they talk exactly, about, don't they?
2: Exactly. And so the lead character uh, played by Jonathan Majors, he his father's gone missing and he has one clue and he asks his uncle and his friend to come along with him on a to road maybe trip. on a road trip to try to find um his his father now the uncle actually writes the green book i don't know if you remember mm. that film that was like uh, so Oscar
0: winning the green on the book.
2: oscar this book literally kind of tells Black people, as they're driving through America, what places are safe for them to to go and what places are not. And so that just kind of as a kind of road trip kind of adventure thing, that's a baseline that we all understand. And then to add on to it this series mm, then twist. goes into um
0: monsters we can say monsters and stories. Lovecraft <laughs> and that's the Lovecraft, Lovecraft. H.P.
2: Lovecraft yeah now,
0: I'm not a massive
1: sci-fi fan certainly you know not a big reader of old sci-fi but I had to kind of look back and understand who H.P. Lovecraft was um and he's kind of a writer of, of pulp fiction wasn't it this kind mm-hmm. of monster horror really prolific but actually not very successful in his yeah. actual era. Um he, he never sort of made much money out of his work and kind of died in poverty when he was about sort of forty six or forty seven.
0: And he was notoriously quite oh, racist himself absolutely. as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It seems that by all accounts he was sort of homophobic, racist, misogynistic, um, doesn't sound like a lovely fellow but yes yeah, so in his book she as well as this kind of like these monsters and these ghouls and these kind of space like characters you've got this underlying kind of white supremacy kind of racism and this show just takes that idea doesn't it and does something quite magical with it actually
2: it's it's really fascinating, and, and that's why the title itself, Lovecraft Country, has so many different meanings going on. Originally, it was a book by Matt Ruff. It kind of played on this idea that you know, Lovecraft Country, as scary as the America was yeah. back in them for the black people, we're now adding another element of a Lovecraft kind of like themes and, and stuff. What, what I was kind of really fawning over, really, is multiple... You know, that's why when I, I was like, you guys need to watch this, because I need to talk to you about this show. <laughs> um, a lot of it is... You know, we have all grown up watching all these genre movies with, you know, we know what they look like, we know what, but I would say for the first time, I've never seen. Black people experience it as the front and center, and yeah. so to just kind of place them as the people that are going to go and deal with ghosts yeah. and yeah. monsters and, the and
0: characterization. You've got black people that are into sci-fi. And yeah, already, already. Of, so the, the, the interesting characters. It was yeah.
2: it was just a really kind of goosebumping realization because I remember when I first watched Crazy Rich Asians, you know, and. And it, you know it's a it's a traditional rom com. I won't say it's the best thing ever, but like I had an emotional reaction to it because it was finally allowing for a certain race of people to be the narrative that we all have grown up but never seen on our screens. Yeah. And so Lovecraft also does that because it's allowing a certain narrative that was kind of excluded from a specific race to kind of experience, and now we're able to see it. And so I was just blown away by this idea. So the-
0: The first two are setting it up and then beyond that, each episode is sort of a unique... Yeah, And that took a little bit of getting used to,
1: actually, because I watched the first two and then I watched the third one sort of after a small gap and I was like, oh, hang on. Are they playing different characters? And I was like, no, no, no. It's the same characters, but it was almost like a separate standalone story that loosely links in with everything else, doesn't it? It it doesn't go a different direction, but it kind of takes you to a different place with those characters.
3: Exactly. And
1: actually, I loved the third episode. That's, That's... that was one that really stood out for me about the kind of haunted house and it's scary and it's got some yeah. really gruesome bits but um it's almost like it's kind of exercising racism itself but for mm-hmm. me that was a really powerful one it's i enjoyed It's though
0: isn't it because it's it's um taking sort of these familiar things that we associate with horror like haunted houses and things yeah. like that but it also is putting it against its backdrop backdrop of racism so you are sort of like trying to work out what is more horrific, yeah. really. Yeah, exactly. Life exactly. Sort of yeah. It's like their daily lives are you know? already
2: filled with horror and then yeah. add on yeah. this thing. So um I I love Journey Smollett's scream. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but there's something really kind of beautiful whenever something bad happens, or like it's got this like operatic, like oh! like kind of like it's, just, it's if you listen to i i just uh, obviously i just loved every little thing about this this this, this series but like you know whenever she Stevie, did scream your neighbors thing oh i just giggling the whole time um <laughs>
0: gotta say huge fan
2: and and really happy that it exists out in the world and i think that's kind of you know what really was was such an exciting uh discovery for me because like so many people they don't know anything about series like when I press play I had no idea and the
1: title gives nothing away especially if you don't know who HP Lovecraft is you're just like exactly.
2: what is this yeah but now that we do all of this makes sense and so it's just such a clever
0: kind of uh smart show and it doesn't and- disappoint definitely the best thing we've seen in a long time I yeah think.
1: yeah clever use of horror clever use of the scare and you do definitely you're not scared of the the jawless ghoul or the the kind of the dismembered hand pulling off your cover you're definitely much more scared <laughs> of the two neo-nazis in your basement with baseball bats it's just yeah yeah it's exactly. very clever very clever.
2: so uh final thing actually you know there is a, an announcement that the fresh prince of bel-air is coming back but with every single thing these days there seems to be a twist and in this case <laughs> our fresh prince um, is going to be kind of told through a much more serious dramatic
1: version and hard hitting drama yeah it is
2: it is developed by will smith and his production company and it's based on a, um, a kind of a fan film, which now Mm. I guess is considered a trailer, um, uh, by Morgan Cooper, who put it on YouTube and it had like millions of views. Bel-Air, out of all places.
0: This is a second chance, Will. Don't waste it.
3: Will, I will not bail you out again. In this house, I'm not Uncle Phil.
2: I'm the law. Have I made myself absolutely clear? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Can you imagine you do something like that just because you wanted to make some sort of viral hit and then suddenly yeah. you're offered an, it's an just entire a dream, contract isn't it? to make a series yeah it's pretty but cool but really carried it
1: off you know if you've not watched the the four minute trailer it's worth four minutes of your time to watch it because it's you think what hang on what Freshman it's a Bel-Air but it's a hard hitting drama pull the yeah. other one but it it's actually so works bizarre. it really works you're like oh but you've yeah you've got
0: things like I can't who is it Uncle Phil and yes. what, what's uh, the wife's name but you've got them going we've just got a root for him he's from a <laughs> tough yeah, he background just he just long. needs our and love he just and support. needs some
1: love and some care. And then you actually get to see the 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 fight, the kind of the fight that he has in the, in the basketball pitch. But it's it's a nasty fight in this one. Mm. And, and guns yeah. are involved. And, it's a whole and then his mum gets thing. scared.
0: And he says he's moving to his, aunt with aunt
1: aunt his aunt uncle, uncle and auntie in <laughs> It does. <laughs> oh, all. And God. you get to see a little cheeky little bit of a Carlton and a little tease of a Carlton dance. So yeah. even though it's a hard-hitting you know, drama, there are some
0: fun bits as well. I've got quite high Do hopes. Do we know for this. anything about the casting? Is Will gonna cast himself in it again? Oh, or? he could be the uncle. We could be.
1: Oh, you know, he's yeah. not. He needs to be a nice big uncle. Because it has to be like, <laughs> he had to be like kind of cuddly uncle that really works so well. He can be in it, but he can't be the uncle. I forbid yeah. it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, no, I would watch it if Jada and Will are the uncle and auntie, because they are like the oh, rich, God, you know. That's and true. Like... That would be quite fun. <laughs> and then yeah. the drama unconventional. is. Unconventional. Yeah, the drama is really them sitting around her red table and just talking about stuff every week. So yeah, that, it's, it's a tie-in to her I series. Mean, yeah,
1: That's
0: a podcast
1: in itself, yeah. isn't it? And can, can Jazzy Jeff have a cameo, please? Jazzy Jeff's got to be in there.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, really, what I'm curious about is the theme song. How are they going to make it, you know, <laughs> either a reference to the original or, you know, a, a brand new one? But I'm just curious. And, and who's going to do it? Will Will sing it? You know, will it be somebody else? So yeah. um, that is something to look forward to also for next year so um,
0: yeah, yeah. probably probably won't get anywhere near to figuring out what they've got planned in this heat with our fevered oh. imaginations God it's there so is hot. literally sweat <laughs> dripping down my brow I'm gonna have to <laughs> when we finish
1: I'm gonna rip off my headscarf and sort of towel myself down with it it's just so Dun crazy the, bell, oh,
0: the late night podcast. <laughs> Boom. Whole new career. Backstage, late night, you know. I think we can make more money that way oh yeah I totally really totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Could, as long as bethany's up for stripping and yeah <laughs> in stevie weather, provides the I'm, screaming yeah. sound effects yeah we'll do
2: that and, and then we'll just you know source source the internet for videos like wap and then like kind of and just discuss it i mean it's gonna be amazing so there you
0: go great uh-huh. okay well i think we probably should stop talking now because it's going in a weird direction i feel uncomfortable and if you want to email us don't forget uh stevie wong is responsible for our inbox he will accept your emails at the address backstage at sky.uk yes yes Yes. i was gonna say calm i was gonna go calm but like you know know. we have confusing email addresses (laughs) but um, nevertheless Um, it's been three years and you should know it by now which is why we're always quite mean to you you Um, should
2: know oh you do know it we we do know it we do know it
0: (laughs) Um, or you can stalk us on the socials. I'm at Sky Spencer on Twitter and SpennyPix on Instagram. How about you, Manel? I'm at Bethany Manel on Twitter and Instagram.
2: I'm at WongYoon1 on both Instagram and Twitter.
0: So next podcast, are you going to be in Hong Kong then, yes, Stevie? Yes, in
2: a hotel room, stuck. Yeah, um, yeah it'll Gosh, be interesting. so you have
0: to quarantine, do you, over Two there? Weeks? Before you can see your family. Two
2: weeks in, oh, in, a, in a hotel. Um, but the good news is that uh, people can bring food for me. So they can bring it downstairs and, and then they deliver. TV.
0: And the good news is that inbox that we've got is filling up. Yes, so I <laughs> can answer, answer all of those. Of time, I have loads but... of time to
2: answer all these things um, <laughs> that people are sending us. Uh, it's amazing.
0: And we've got good shows coming up next week. Haven't we got the um new Billy Piper show? Oh yes. I, I hate Susie. That looks fantastic.
2: Mm. Oh it's gonna be yeah, fun. I love
0: a bit of Billy Piper.
1: More nostalgia. I'm loving this. <gasps> oh,
2: what's <gasps> Did
1: what's you hear that? That, that was thunder. That?
0: Can you hear this? <gasps> It's a sign. It's a sign. Billy Piper is calling to (laughs) us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Run for your lives! It's breaking.
1: It's breaking. That means that we will be able to cool down soon, Katie. This is good news. (sighs) Right, let's all go and lie down
0: in our respective rooms. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.